Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. o'clock it's lunchtime you're listening to lunch cast where every single week we talk to someone about what their favorite lunchable time is so we're joined by uh, the inventor of the lunchables for dairy lee christopher barnes now christopher barnes what gave you the idea to make the lunchables i just decided that lunch was too big so i had to make it smaller and like n- lunchable size for little kids did, uh, well, and what's your favourite uh, lunchable? My favourite lunchable is the cheese string. The kids love that. They do love that. Well, uh, thank you for joining us. Hold on a minute. This isn't the lunch podcast. It's small screen nineties. <laughs> How are you, Chris? I'm good. Still, I'm still worried that people will turn off thinking it is actually Lunchables. Well, I'd, I'd like the idea of someone like listening on thinking, oh, a podcast based on lunch. The forgotten <laughs> meal. The meal that no one says, oh, I had a lovely lunch earlier. But you, you keep picking random subjects and I swear that there must be podcasts about it. I thought, if there's a podcast on lunch. Yeah. And like, it's doing yeah. well. Like the A to Z of the 90s. Still in yeah. the charts. Well, the 90s was quite a big thing. I mean, like everyone went through it for 10 years, some would say. Yeah, they did. That is how the 90s worked. It was a great time. I had a, I had a brilliant time. How was your 90s? It was good. I wish I was older when I was in the 90s. Oh, yes, yeah, we looking back thinking, I wish I actually enjoyed it. <laughs> old and, I'm old enough to enjoy the Oasis and Blur War and going out drinking and watching them play and not just being too young. Having a hooch in your hand. Having a hooch. 
I uh, Hooch has come back, man, and it tastes delicious. No, he doesn't. He didn't taste delicious in the first place. Oh, I, I, I uh, I'm gonna say differently, Chris. I'm gonna say Hooch is back, and especially lemon Hooch tastes oh. freshly of lemon. Mm. Oh, oh, I love a Hooch. We'll do hooch testing on here, are we? Maybe. Maybe. Oh, maybe that's next week. Try a hoot. Oh, so what have you been up to? You, you've been a busy boy. I am. I did a gig last night and I'm hungover. You did? You gigged with me? It was great. What a gig yeah. it was. It was a lovely time. We got my brother on stage to do some... Yeah? We we could say it was comedy. Oh, no, it was good, man. The audience loved it. It was great fun. It was the last gig I think I'm going to do outside. Yes. Come on. December, we could still do it outside. I doubt it. Yes. Don't, don't. The thing is, though, you promo that gig, you do like a whole month of organising like a lineup, and then it pisses it down. That is true. You can't, you can't promote the weather, can you? You can't, say, you can't promote the weather. That's next week's podcast. All speeding cars going past. But it adds to it, doesn't it? It adds to it. That was great. I, I had a brilliant time. Big shout out to Free Sheets to the Wind. Hopefully, uh, you'll have me back in March. Desperate. If we're desperate, yeah. You're, you're, you're no, 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 no. I didn't say. I didn't say we're desperate. I said you desperate, like going. Please take me back, please. I run well, it. I could get you on. Well, I know that's why I was asking you. Oh. <laughs> hey, wasn't you asking three sheets to the wind? Can I come back? Well, I mentioned in three sheets to the wind for promotion to bring on the gig. Oh, okay. Yes, come to the gig. Thank you, thank you. I'll, I'll put, I'll give it to my PA to put in. I don't have st- a PA. You're going to stick it in your sound system. I'm going to stick it in my sound system, and I'll, hopefully it'll work. We have got a smorgasbord. Oh, we've only got three shows this week because you have been away on your holiday. Yeah, your wedding holiday. I had a, I had a lovely, well-earned rest. I went stargazing, spent some brilliant time with Eva, and it was wonderful. And now I'm back to this. Anything funny happen? No, not, not fun. I, I, I bumped into someone who was Stuart going Lee. for a walk. It weren't Stuart Lee this time. It's just like, well, there's two old people going for a walk. And I said, oh, do you go on many walks? Are you walkers? And they went, no, we are ramblers. And I was like, oh, oh, wow. You seem to, well, it was pretty good that they'd go on walks because they had no no skills in conversation, bless them. You know, when you just want to ask people questions and they just didn't want any of it. What is the diff? Well, oh, the question is, what is the difference between a walk and a ramble? Is it a ramble you just get Nothing. lost? Well, no? I think you get one of them sticks, don't you, with a ramble uh, on a walk? You just you just go for a walk. I think we need to ask Google what the difference is between a walk What's and a ramble. What's the difference between a walk and a ramble? According to World Expeditions, rambling, mostly used in the UK, this word is used for walking in the countryside with many rambling clubs and groups meeting to take part in this outdoor pastime. Rambling was an outdated English expression mean time to walk without purpose, but ramblers walk with purpose and on defined routes. But, but I don't, they get lost, and then they pretend that they know where they're going. And they're all drunk. They're all stopping in a pub, drinking a bitter or an ale called Badger's Arsehole. <laughs> yeah, that's my opinion of the ramblers. Shall we start it's the un- show? His <laughs> uh, Uncle Bulgaria's old hairy ball bag is my ale. I'm going to make it into a proper ale. You're going to do an ale called Old Uncle Bulgaria's Hairy Bullback. Yeah, well, now now uh, Cribbins is out of the way. Uh, uh, probably the rights could come to me, and I can, go, can I have the rights of the Wombles, please? Now's oh, the old, time, man. Oh, damn it, Bat's still about, isn't he? Who? Mike, is it Mike Bat? I'm going to make it happen. You make the ball bag happen. <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> Would you drink a, a bottle of ball bag? Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Let's start the show. <laughs> Let's go! Let's go! 
underground, overground, wumbling free. The wumbles of Wimbledon, common are we. Making good use of the things that we find. Things that the everyday folks leave behind. You're listening to Small Screen 90s, the only podcast that said bloody out. We're very quickly running out of shows from the 90s that are actually worth reviewing. And I wouldn't be here doing this if it weren't for Chris. You're right, Chris. I'm all right. You've just ruined the show for everyone because you've just told your opinion on the three shows that we're going to review this week. Well, you don't know my opinion. I might have loved one. I might have watched it and thought, this is great. In my, who knows? I'm annoyed that we're actually doing shows because I thought we were going to do a ramble and I was just going to start saying we're going to review shows that we're not going to review. Oh, did you want to ramble? No, I was just going to come on and go, oh yes, this week we are reviewing Ain't Our Hot Mum. Meet the gang cause the boys are here The boys to entertain you With music and laughter to help you on your way To raising the rafters with a hey, hey, hey The songs and sketches and jokes on a new with us about, you won't feel blue. So meet the gang, cause the boys are here. The boys to entertain you. We are here to make you feel gay. So give us a cheer with a hey, hey, hey. Just gather around and put down your gun. With us about, there's plenty of fun. So meet the gang, cause the boys are here. The boys to entertain you. Beep, oh, beep, oh, what? Boys to entertain you! <laughs> <laughs> and, Shows uh, that no one remembers. Deaf do us part. And uh, love thy neighbour. Love thy neighbour. Walk up and say how be ya. Gee, but I'm glad to see a pal house tricks. What's new? Love thy neighbour. And you will find your labour. A great deal easier. Life will be breezier. going to be the three themes I played. That's what people want. Almost curry and chips, the awful racist sitcom, but uh, the uh, the theme tune is awful. Not as terrible as the actual thing, which is no, old It's like, Spike, come on, you're a legend. What are you doing? Well, apparently thing? it was like, I read a review saying, well, it was tongue in cheek. And I went, but the tongue's not in your cheek and it's clearly <laughs> poked at someone else. 
Yeah, yeah. And when people say, well, we didn't know what racism was back then. So was it all right to be a massive cunt? <laughs> like, you know, you knew that that was on, you know what unkind was. It was like, bullying. oh, we didn't know what it meant. You used to be able just to hit someone in the face because you didn't like them. Nah, I think, yeah, I'm not, not happy. What, what are we talking about? <laughs> well, show, to show this week, you might, you might like it, but not a lot. It's Paul Daniels' Wipeout. I'm going to be 100% honest. I never knew Paul Daniels hosted Wipeout. I thought it was always Bob Bunkhouse. Paul did it first and then Bob took over. It might might be the other way around. Those are two big names, though, aren't they, to have as hosts? And let me just say, Paul Daniels owns Wipeout. He, he does. I, I didn't really think that he was a very good game show host, but then watching this, is like, oh, you are the ultra-professional, sir. He likes a bit of banter, doesn't he, Daniels? All them years at Southend Pier paid off. He gave out booby prizes, which was a screwdriver and a BBC cup of tea. What time of the day was this on? Like, because I was, I was watching it, trying to gauge it down. Is this prime time or is this one of those afternoon shows for old people? No, this is lunchtime in the 90s it used to be on. Lunchtime Daniels? Yeah, lunchtime Daniels. He was on a very good podcast last week. Well, it's not, he's dead. <laughs> what do you mean he was on a really good podcast last week? The, the lunchtime podcast. Did you ever have the Paul Daniels magic set? Yes, I did. Did you do uh, any magic tricks from it? Well, I did. I got it for Christmas. I got the box out. Went, oh, I yeah. like all these lovely tricks that are in this. I wonder how you do them. Yeah. And um, it turned out that because my one didn't come in plastic, the instruction book was not included. Oh, mate. So we had, to go, back, we had to go back to um, Toys R Us and say, hang on a minute, he's missing, he's, uh, he's missing the actual book that tells you how to do the tricks. Did you then master all of them and become like a massively good magician? No, I didn't know. I could do a couple. I think I could do the no-knocks one. Yeah, uh, what, when you wrap it around the card thing and pull it yeah, through? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, did that one. And the double-sided card one, I remember. I don't know what I expected from it. Just be like, taught how to be Paul Daniels. I, I just assumed you'd, like, read the manual and you'd get gifted magical powers. Oh, Paul Daniels hosted one to four, and then Bob Monkhouse hosted five to nine. Was there anyone else afterwards? No, that was it. It's a Wipeout franchise left open for two legends of 90s memorabilia. Right, I'm not saying this as disrespectful, but this is pointless. This is the way well, the that... the podcast in general, yes. <laughs> I think many people have <laughs> worked that out. No, I mean the Wipeout game is, is basically the same as Pointless is, where you just try and get the, the right letter, and if you don't, it just wipes out and it's gone. That is the same. Yeah, I... I... Watching it back as well was it, it's not a good format like at all like and I was, I was watching this in the bar and, <laughs> and I, I was like I don't understand like the, the thing is that there is only like three good game shows in there the three good game show ideas right one one where they ask questions two yes. where stuff just happens and three something involving a crystal maze. That's what do you, you mean, mean when something just happens? You know That's what very I mean. Vague. Like, 
like tipping point or like deal or oh. no deal where there's no kind of rhythm or pattern to it. Yes. It just happens. This, this, there was too many game shows in the 90s, let alone now, where they're remaking the ones from the 90s on top of everything else. This was clearly the point where they should have stopped. When Paul Daniels is hosting, that's when you go, do you know what? Maybe we should stop. That man is an amazing magician. He, sh- he shouldn't be hosting Wipeout. He hosted Every Second Counts, but don't ask me what the game show was. And here's your host for Every Second Counts, Paul Daniels. Obviously, it's good money, though, isn't it? Game shows, clock based, some stuff. of that BBC coin. What did you think of this overall? Because I generally was like, this it had no impact on me, like the other show where, trust me, there's more notes than I had time for on one of these. I like that every show has to have their own little prize. So, on blankety blank, you had the uh checkbook and pen, yeah, on bullseye, you had the bullies, on this, yeah. you had. He had the wipeout umbrella. And I was like, what? How, how does that work? I, I love the idea of the wipeout umbrella as well, of someone going like, we can get a load of umbrellas done by Monday. <laughs> Got some yellow umbrellas, we could put the logo on them, give them to the contestants. Yeah, cash it out. And it's, is there a pun in wipeout and rain that I'm not getting? In what? No. Like, no. Is, is there a reason no. like that, that was on that umbrella? No, that's just... No, well, why yeah, would what, you get a checkbook on, on blankety blank? Oh, blank, a blank check. Ah, yeah, 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 this is it. Come on, Chris, come on. We ain't going to get that ITV money when you're being like that. We need like to jump the queue. Oh, don't bring that up. Uh, I can't believe my brother was... wanted to keep them from here, keep them in history. It's like, no, we want to remove them from history. Oh, I just... It, it's a weird... Uh, that's, um, let's go. Schofield. Uh, whole lot of fun. Cues to be jumped. Cues to be jumped. <laughs> yeah, didn't see Pat Sharp jumping the queue, did you? No, I, d- I doubt he even went. Uh, what would you give Wipeout? Uh, I would give it 20. 20. Do you know what? I think that's fair. 90s loved, loved a holiday uh, prize, didn't they? Well, I think in the 90s, they were just coming up, weren't they? All these holiday places. Oh, let me talk about the end. When she's meant to get the Wipeout and she's meant to run up and press the button to get you meant to, uh, there's, is it six that are wrong and six that are right? And you meant to yeah. press them and then run over and press the button. She didn't know what the rules was. She, she, kept, she kept coming back and going, no, you've got, you've, got to unte- you've got to take one off before you can put one back on again. <laughs> it's like, but in all fairness, I reckon Paul Daniels is quite a confusing man. He doesn't like Neighbours. He says, oh, if you want to have a sleep, you go and watch Neighbours. Like, How dare you? Yeah, all, all right, Paul. All right, Paul. Oh, he also called uh, Jeremy Paxman a ferret. He wasn't even dressed up. <laughs> he did have a few pops, didn't he? Of going like, I'm Paul Daniels. I could say whatever I want. And he can. He's Paul Daniels. If you had the Paul Daniels story about that when he when he did a gig and someone had died just before he'd... They'd, they'd talked about Big Ron that had died just before he'd come on. Yeah. And uh, he got on stage and went, Hello, I know this is, this is a, a really bad time at the moment. But a Big Ron... I'm doing it for you, and pointed to the ceiling, and everyone was like, "Ah!" Oh. I was like, "Oh, you, you professional, sir!" 
<laughs> Most oh, people would be like, oh, shit, I've got, now I've got to go on. I do think it... But it's weird, isn't it, that, that, that Bob Monk, Monkhouse was the person who did it after him. A man <laughs> who did a gig in front of comedians to teach comedians how to be comedians. Oh, I love that. I wish I was at the Albany that night. The, the, the balls to do that. Imagine. Yeah. Imagine, man. It was great. I weren't there, but I've seen the video. I, they That's did a, a documentary. They should have done that. They should have just showed the whole gig anyway. Yeah, I would have loved that much of a night. Who would be the equivalent now? Billy Connolly. Anyway, Wipeout. Joe Pasquale. Oh, I'd love to see an audience with Joe Pasquale. Hello! I'd love to see an audience see Joe Pasquale. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, what are you thinking for this show? What did you 20, want to give it? 20. 20. So let's... Lock... It in hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. That was a wipeout. What we got next, Chris? It's a mystery.
welcome once again to It's a Mystery. I uh, thought they were missing a trick with not having toys. It's a mystery at the beginning. Uh, this, this, th- there was two things that will come up when we go through this. I don't know what <laughs> I thought of it. I generally, it annoyed me on so many levels of them afterwards going, oh, how do we solve this mystery? Uh, shall we start with the first mystery? What was that? I can't remember. The UFO. Oh, oh yes. Uh, so, an unidentified flying object. It could be anything. It can be anything to be a UFO if it's not identified. Uh, listeners, you know that. You're clever. Uh, and there was a small village that was terrorised by a UFO. And what, what did this UFO turn out to be? It turned out to be an owl that had got paint on his ass. No. An illuminous fungus that grows. Illuminous fungus. It, which he would have rubbed himself in it just enough to be a luminous owl flying through the village. This sounds like the plot of Jonathan Creek. It was. You know, when you see that and go, I'd rather believe it was aliens. And it's never aliens in these things. And this was a 90s trait. These weird, strange but true shows. And it was like, is it a UFO? No, because it would be national news, wouldn't it? And not on at five o'clock in the afternoon. I, we, haven't, uh, we haven't discussed the biggest mystery of all. What? Which is Neil Buchanan, Gail Porter and Chris... Uh, <laughs> what was that one called? Chris Akabusi. It wasn't Chris Akabusi. A Crispin Banks. Where's he now? What's he doing? I don't know. Like I thought, is like I thought, all oh, that everyone else went on to do quite a lot of stuff. But, but what about where, Crispin? What's Crispin gone? I reckon he's gone into producing. Also, I don't after know the, that to be fact. <laughs> after the owl, they went mystery solved. I thought, no, it's it's not. How well, do you it's know not it's solved? An owl? Is it because and and also you don't know what it rubbed up its. It rubbed itself against. It could have just gone to a rain and got spilt with glow sticks. It could have been a firefly. Well, I thought that would be more logical. And also, if that's the village news, that an owl with luminous paint on it has been flying around. Move village. <laughs> also, the second mystery was the one of the time-travelling couple. <laughs> a few things I'm bringing up. Uh, that couple were too old to be driving. <laughs> Maybe the uh, actors were older than the people they actually in the story. Oh, but the thing that annoyed me more than that is the whole thing, listener, is they went to a village and it was a lovely village full of flowers and they loved it. They went away and they come back the next day and there was no flowers and the sign for best village was gone and they thought they had time travelled. That old couple clearly had Alzheimer's and had gone to the wrong <laughs> fucking village. There's no two ways about it. Like, in Devon as well. There's a village every two minutes. Yeah, but the clock had stopped. It was on 7.45 the, the whole time in there. It was 7.45 the whole time they were there. But there was no proof of it being, like, the time had changed. No one looked at a newspaper with a different day on it. There was no one who was dead, like, who, who was now alive. There was no proof other than, well, oh, this is different from where we went. I believe them. I think, I think they did time travel. You think they time travelled? You think an elderly couple time travelled in Devon? They did. They they found years. a wormhole and they travelled back in time. And yeah, but oh, they were just like you know. All right, then people? explain good night, sweetheart. Then I will explain good night, sweetheart. He was an alien, but he'd rubbed himself among a fungus. It was very. I can answer all those. Also, like your body apparently uh, shrinks by a centimetre because of the pressure you put on your feet. Yeah. What about the mystery of the bonfire nights? They never celebrate bonfire nights. 
in this school? Why could it possibly be? Because Guy Fawkes went to that school. Mystery solved. He still did a bad thing, though, didn't he? I yeah, mean, like, not celebrating it. I mean, like, if Charles Manson went to your school, <laughs> like, you'd yeah. still, like, mention it. it. It's a bad thing, like, and that is, that is proper, like, public school, isn't it? Going, like, oh, he's, a, he's a former pupil. But there's when, no, no Charles Manson that... day, is there? Well, not yet. What do we not yet? <laughs> Give it time. It is odd. It is very odd, like, that they wouldn't have a bomb. And one student thinking, this is weird. There's not a bonfire at this school. That uh, that video of the guy uh, talking about it looked like a parody. I didn't think it was real. It was like something from Brassite. It was, yeah. It kept, just kept uh, changing to different scenes, going, yes, and now I'm outside. I know I'm inside. And now I'm next to the painting. <coughs> and now I'm back outside again. Did your school ever have a bonfire? A good old school bonfire? No, not that I can think of. I remember when I went to the Scouts and they were selling burgers and each person could have a burger each. And I was so hungry, I wanted another one. And then they, my dad went up and asked the man to make me another one. <laughs> it's like, oh, you man. greedy bastard. Oh, man. And I don't think what? we ever had a scheduled bonfire at my school. You mean his schedule bonfire? You mean you had fires, but you didn't have a bonfire? Well, it, well, yeah, there was a few of those like old school classrooms. You know, those outdoor ones. Yeah, I went to the North Mobile School. Mobile ones that, that just got all, burned down. All the ones that I used to work in were like from the 60s. Yeah. And now you go past there and it's all bright coloured buildings and lovely. And we've got a digital centre. Remember IT? And it's not IT anymore. It's now digital media they, they mm. do at schools. You sound really resentful for that. <laughs> there was no internet when you started school. Let's just put that out there. What would have been the point? I think if little Chris Barnes had been at school now, he would have done better because he would have been more tuned. That's, well, that wouldn't make any sense, would it? Because then I'd know what I know now. So obviously I'd do better because yeah. I'd know what to do. Anyway. You'd, go be- you'd do better knowing what yeah. you knew now. Then. Yeah, if- if I ever did good night, sweetheart, I'd go back in time and do better at school when I come back. <laughs> what a weird time to go back to. Just be be you, talking to a younger version of you. I'm trying to think of any more mysteries from this wonderful show. Oh, tornadoes and hurricanes. Yeah. Oh, the one at the end. A, a woman goes and gets a book and gives it to the man and gives her five pounds and then she leaves deliberately without the book what happened is it is it a library it's a library fine yeah it's a library fine. but the, the fact that she said that she left it on purpose behind i thought well she didn't she just left it she left it there because yeah. she brought it back well i was tempted to watch the next episode to find out i searched youtube trying to find the next episode and couldn't bloody find it could you not <laughs> just love the idea we never know and then the man who goes arrives on friday has a meal over the weekend and then leaves on Friday. Why? Because his horse is called Friday. I think you said it last week, the other week. <laughs> well, yeah, well, do you know what? <laughs> this show was one of them shows that you watch and think, this must have been good at the time. It's got, it's got Buchanan in it. It must be good. Buchanan is one of the great educational TV hosts. And, and Gail Portwood's but... the, the other guy. Mm. Oh, you're not slagging off Gail Portwood this week? No, learning no about I'm not. I'm electric never, circus. I would never slag off Gail You Portwood. slagged off Electric Circus? I did slag off Electric Circus. You said it was no CDUK. It was as good as CDUK. She was doing the best she could with the stuff she should be given. No excuse. Excel. That was my school's motto. I think we've done all the mysteries. What would you give It's a Mystery? I'm going to give it 40. 40? 
that's a lot higher than I thought you would. What 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 are you gonna give it? I I think just to be pedantic, I'm gonna give it thirty nine. Well let's give it thirty eight then. <laughs> let's give let, it thirty seven then. Let's give it thirty six. <laughs> Sorry, Neil, just going down just because we want to do a funny joke. I'll give it thirty five. I'll give it thirty four. No, I'll just stop. I think thirty four okay. is let's lock it in. So locked in. So finally, was this? And uh, three words that would describe this. We haven't. What? We haven't said what. We haven't said what it is. Oh, tea bag and the pearls of wisdom. Three words to describe this. What the fuck? Well, because I browse through YouTube looking for 90s stuff, the algorithm yeah. comes up and shows me stuff from the 90s, and this popped up, and I don't remember it being on television. I remember I thought, oh. watching it as a kid, and you know when you watch something and then it triggers a memory, and I don't think I ever enjoyed it. And I think back and think, I must have been a smart kid. It, let, let's just go, go to the beginning, right? Bear in mind, this is series six of Teabag, uh, The Pearls of Wisdom being the new spin-off. Basically, there's a girl and a boy sat at home, and all of a sudden, this girl gets zapped to a seaside, which is clearly made from old theatre cloth, where a fisherman says, you're due, you're due well. And I thought, that sounds a bit weird. Ah! Think the stars you come last. Huh? Oh, you'll do, yes, you'll do nicely. Hey? Please be you vans and my SOS. SOS? Yes, oh yes, oh you'll do all right. Uh, would you like a peppermint? Uh, no, thanks. Who are you? Oh, it's a rum goal, lass, when an old salt who sailed the seven seas can't sleep sound in his hammock of a night. Know what I mean? And this fisherman has been kicked out of his lighthouse by a woman that he takes in because he would not take no for an answer. I'm not questioning this fisherman's motive, uh, but he was really unsettling, really unsettling. And it turns out it's it's not Teabag, is it? Not Teabag. It, it's Tallulah Bag, uh, yes. Bag's sister, who uh, gets special powers from a tea plant. And uh, there's also a boy in it, her psychic, who's called T-Shirt. Now... I'm not saying the writer of this put no effort in whatsoever, uh, but, oh, it was just shit. I think it's the best thing we've watched in ages. Really? What was your personal <laughs> highlight? Why is the name of the villain in in the title? Do you know it started in 1985 and ran for nine se- series? Also, <laughs> right, one, I don't know why that happened. And, and also, like, with Marvel, Infinity War... And the whole Infinity Gauntlet, it's explained quite well what each crystal does, what each power stone does, yeah? There is no explanation yes. of what these pearls do other than they're just going to find them. Oh, no, he got given them and then he sticks them in a the thing and they disappear and then the series will be them trying to find them. 
Yeah, but it doesn't say what they do or the significance of them. Like, you don't just go looking for something not knowing what it is. The show was originally intended to be educational. However, however, this was dropped after the first series in favour of a simple... After the writer wanted a half day. <laughs> it is shit. It is... It's badly executed. I don't understand why they're using theatre drapes in every scene. Like, oh, we're in a lighthouse. No, you're not. That's clearly a youth centre with a curtain behind it. Well, uh, the little girl is Danny Dyer's wife in EastEnders. But I can't remember what her name is. Yeah, and she also plays Joan Trotter in uh, Rock and Chips, the only Falls and Orson spin-off. Oh, is it Linda Carter? I think so. She also plays Midjuli in the... Uh... Ali G film. She's had, she's had quite the career. Yeah, she's been lots of things. This, man, I just... And <clears> then <throat> at the end, it showed you what was happening next week, where they did a Wild Wild West adventure. Clearly, they just changed the drapes of the show <laughs> to Western ones. And they said, what are the things going? A mysterious stranger turns up in town. And all. That's just that T-shirt kid in a different hat. I know Is that. It... <laughs> There's no, no mystery to that. In the next episode, Sally travels west to find the next missing pearl. Will T-Bag get her hands on it first? Is Sally really a bank robber? And who is the mysterious stranger who rides into town? Find out in Teabag and the Pearls of Wisdom. Oh, I just didn't get it. And they were like, oh, we're in big trouble now. Teabag's sister's back. Did he hypnotise someone? There was, there, was snake. there was 90 Snake. There was 90 Snake. 90 Snake. Uh, they said, can we have some cake? And then a snake appeared and that... And I think that's about the time where the writer or the director took the afternoon off. Your T-shirt did an impression of Paul Daniels, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, T-shirt's acting ability. Can't be dissing an eight-year-old boy. All right. That fisherman who who (laughs) played a fisherman in a way that... (laughs) It was so stereotypical that I think it might upset the fisherman community. So they've got to chase the pearls... So she, he can get back into his lighthouse. Why doesn't he just wait for her to just um, clear off and try and find the pearls and then go back in his lighthouse? Well, why didn't be... he just do it? Why didn't he just get the pearls out other than get a nine-year-old to come around and look for him? <laughs> and why was he kept offering a peppermint? Was that a fisherman's friend reference? Might, it, it looked more like him trying to be Tom Baker from Doctor Who. Yeah, more like Tom Faker. I'm trying to find that actor. I think he's 48 now. What, the kid? Yeah, the one who played uh, T-shirt. T-shirt. Yeah, just want to see what else he's been in. It's not on his CV. Oh, is it not? Uh, he was an additional voice in Brave. An additional voice in Brave. 
Yeah, and uh, Fireman Sam, Hero of the Storm. Uh, Thomas the Tank Engine. Was it Thomas the Tank Engine, the movie? No, no, it was just one of their spin-offs. Thomas, Fireman Sam, Alien Alert. He was in that as well. <laughs> Did he have quite a big franchise with the Simon, uh, Fireman Sam, not Simon Sam? Oh, he's been in Casualty? He probably has after this. Oh, he's been in video, video games as well. He's done a lot. You keep moaning about his acting ability. I do keep moaning about his acting ability. There's thousands <laughs> of people who have done a lot of things and still shit at them. Look at us. <laughs> How dare you. Uh, what, what was your overall thoughts for this? Uh, I don't think they had a very big budget. I th- thought maybe it was it was based on a book or something. That's why they did it for. Why is the villain's name in the title? It should be the hero's name in the title. It's not called Voldemort and the Philosopher's Stone, is it? It's called Harry Potter. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, don't don't don't, don't uh, ruin my uh, argument with logic. I'm trying to think of Hellraiser. I'm, I'm just trying to think of stuff now. Uh, were the villains I don't know even not Marion Elm Street Freddy Krueger's name isn't actually in the title no do you know weirdly that's the one I was thinking of Uh, no Friday the 13th no I'm not putting the tea bag up there with uh, Freddy (laughs) Krueger tea bag (laughs) is such a stupid name anyway I didn't understand like I understood like reading the tea leaves but yeah there was no explanation of anything that was happening and that poor kid who just went on an adventure to like, right, I best go find the pearls now. And go like, hold on, hold on, just maybe ask. I'll take you back to Infinity Gauntlet. Imagine that film, if like, what are we doing this? There was no Thanos. No one explained what was happening. They just turned up. Imagine Lord of the Rings, where there was no threats. I quite like that. Like the episode <laughs> of Lord of the Rings, just turn up and have a lovely time. That's almost the plot of um, Peter Capaldi's last Doctor Who episode, where there's actually there isn't actually a villain really. They're just yeah. they're not they're not bad, and it's like oh, I don't know what to do when they're not bad. Quantum, isn't it? What when you're yeah. not good or not bad? It's a bit. Like I want to watch horror films. It's like just stay in the house, just stay in the house and have a little chat. Don't go out yeah. there. Don't go out in the woods. No. Yeah. Well, that axe world in Maynooks out there. Hmm. I'm gonna get the milk. Oh man, oh, I liked oh. it. Ninety five. 95, I have a theory nobody checked kids' TV in the 90s and just let people do whatever the fuck they wanted. I feel really bad that we started on a Series 6. We should have started at the game so we understood what was going on. It was. I understood the advanced plot of Teabag. I looked at the comments on in YouTube and people were saying, oh, yeah, I really liked it. This has brought back loads of nostalgia and stuff like that. So yeah. it's just us watching it through our 2022 eyes. Also, can I just point out the dog on CITV on the while well, they were presenting the show? Mm. Why did that dog never get more screen time? I don't it was know. One of the greats. Do you know what I mean? The puppet dog. Mm. Like that was superior to Ed the Duck, Gordon the Gopher. It was a full dog. It was like a proper puppet. Otis the Aardvark. Otis the yeah, Well, I wouldn't say Otis is probably the uh, unpopular opinion, but the best mascot. Angus. Was it Angus on some TV show that was set in a hotel? I sort of remember. There was an alien as well in another one that was scary, which was yeah. voiced by Mr. Caulfield, who's uh, in Alan Partridge. He's... Um, oh, Bart. what, Mick? No, no. Um, uh, the, the, you don't know the... the sausage and beans before? <laughs> no, no, the DJ. 
the DJ that he's oh, always. I know what you mean. Oh, yeah. oh, uh, Clifton. Clifton. Yeah. Anyway. Clifton. Fun facts. You got a fun facts. Uh, it's weird, isn't it? It was. It was just. It, I don't understand. Television. How low budget this show could be. It's like watching it back, and I didn't understand why that fisherman needed a child to send on an adventure. But like, what does she give a shit? It's not her lighthouse. Yeah, who, who has one set of keys to your lighthouse? <laughs> Portland Bill did him, did he? He had loads of keys. Another <laughs> set of keys. I've been locked out. Don't worry, I've got another set. This one under the rug. While the weather's calm and still And we'll have some fun and laughter With the adventures of Portland Bill Can that be the last episode Where he just looks under the welcome mat? Oh, it, it was here all along it was Portland Bill is that next week? No, we don't read that. TV show. It's be 80s, won't it? Yeah. Oh, come on. Made in 1983. Oh, bollocks. So close, Barnes. So, so close. close. Overall, so, what would you give this? I don't I... know if you liked this or didn't because it was weirdly shit, but in a weird way, I think you loved it. Well, I wasn't bored. You wasn't bored. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a centre park holiday. Well, sometimes it's it's awful and it's boring, but I wasn't really bored. I did really want to know what was going to happen. I uh... <laughs> I just like him pointing at the lighthouse and going, "It's over there," and it's like that is clearly <laughs> just a drawing. <laughs> clearly, it's they clearly done it in a theatre or something, and they just put cloths down. That's what noise me in the Holy Grail when they point at the castle and they go, oh, look, there's Camelot. And he goes, it's a model. And it's like, it doesn't look like a model. That actually does look like a castle. It doesn't look like... like, I think it's meant to look like it's uh, not meant to be, though. Anyway. I'm going to... What would you give it? I would give it 16. Just... 16? (laughs) Yeah, 16. Not 60. 16. In the teens. Oh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it 14. 14. We're not doing this again, are we? I'm going to give it 30. All right, I'll give it I'll give it 31. What? <laughs> no, that's not how gambling works. This is how it works now, boy. No, no, 14. I'll, I'll, I'll stick on 14. All right, I'll, let's give it 40. Still not putting all the uh, ones from last week into the, onto the leaderboard. Why are we making a leaderboard for? Do you think anyone really cares and goes, oh, well, well, well I'd like to know how much they gave this one this week. I, I, After meeting someone who generally listens to this podcast and I quote, tuned out after we slagged off the Queen's nose. No, 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 no. You slagged off the Queen's to... nose. <laughs> I didn't slag, well, I did slag off the Queen's nose because like, you're not saying it, Chris. <laughs> you're being too reserved you need to say what's on your mind I have now got to go back and listen to our review of that. be I like think Eamon Holmes, it off more. not Philip Schofield <laughs> be the righteous one be the Holmes not the Scope. is that your next tattoo what would Eamon Holmes do yeah well what would... I love Eamon Holmes I don't think he gets enough love I'll say it my granddad didn't like him 
Well, why does your granddad like Eamon? He, also, he always used to call him bugger off and go back to your wife, Eamon. And it's like, he left his wife 10 years ago, granddad. And he's like, no, 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 no. He left her. Wow. Got a kid with <laughs> Ruth. This isn't about Eamon Holmes. Isn't it? I like it's... Ruth. Uh, uh, I like Ruth. I like them both. I think they're a great couple. I think his ex-wife wouldn't move to England. Yeah. That was the people reason. Allowed to, yeah, people are allowed to do that. Yeah. Are we... Uh, are we oh, sorry, in? yeah. Let's... Lock it in. In. Wow. What a show. Pure <laughs> 24 karat gold today. I, I think... Uh, we did three shows this week because you got married and you didn't want to watch so much stuff this week. But then it's going to, every week, it's going to go down to we end up just having one just, show a week. Doing one, just discussing the title screens. It's where we didn't record last week and I was like, we could have done one a week. We could have. We could have. We could, we we could have, have still. done one a week. We could have been doing Pets Win Prizes now. We could have been doing Christmas-based stuff early on. Ah. Anyway. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.